0: Today, humans, what's a good word? Chris to here with Fruity is Alex for another episode of Wrestling Hostile, the weekly wrestling rap. Alex, how are you friend?
1: I'll tell you what man, I am feeling very run down and beat up. You know why? No. For the first time in seven years I played a game of footy on the weekend.
0: Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> How'd
1: that go for you? Uh, the mighty Rutherglen cats in the seconds got done by the by Beechworth, unfortunately. Um, I, I reckon Roger. it's not. I reckon it's not a case of I've gotten slower. Everyone else just got younger and faster. I couldn't. I couldn't get to that bloody ball no matter how hard I tried. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I did. I did at one point realize. Oh. Crap, I'm really slow, so I'm just gonna have to pull out some heel tactics, so I tripped someone over at one point. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, God damn, I'm a heel
2: yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> So how much did you go down by?
1: I think in the end, it was only like five goals, but it was just it was just never gonna get any closer than that. <laughs> well, five goals is a
0: lot closer than many games we had when we were playing thirds.
1: Exactly, exactly. And it's a lot closer than many of the games I used to play seven years ago in the Rutherglen too. So, yeah. Um, just happened to be I was going to Beechworth for dinner on Saturday night at my, uh, I guess you could say, my in-law's house. And just happened to be Rutherglen was playing in Beechworth. So I got, I got the nod. Actually, I voluntarily put my hand up because I was like, I've been going on 10,000 step walks every day. I've got to be fit by now, surely. No. (laughs) No. (laughs) No, I'm not. (laughs) Ah, well. It was fun. It was fun. I'm still feeling it, though.
0: (laughs) Yeah, well, that's that's the main thing. As long as you had fun. How would the seniors go? Did they get a win?
1: Yeah, they got a win. They're doing pretty good. Um, i seen
0: they flogged Wagunya the other day.
1: Yeah, Open yeah. Open round. Yeah, they're doing real good, actually. Uh friend of the show, Ryan, is playing the ones for Rutherglen, which I had no idea about until I showed up on Sunday. Uh, Saturday. But, yeah. Yeah. So, he's a listener, so congrats on your win, mate.
0: <laughs> yeah, at least someone's going to win. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Lord knows the only game I'll get is if I go and play bloody (laughs) reserves in the Upper Murray again. Trust me, you'd
1: get a game for the Rutherglen Twos.
0: (laughs) Uh, Maybe. Ah, well, who knows? Um, Yeah, well, it's good. At least one of us is getting out doing some exercise.
1: Oh, man, I forgot how good beer tastes after a game of footy. (laughs) (laughs) Straight to your head after two. (laughs) was it play twos
0: drink brews yeah exactly exactly yeah it was great uh, but enough
1: weekly footy talk i guess
0: i suppose we can stay there if you want for a moment i was going to touch on it at the end of the show yeah go on okay uh more association football news i guess did you see the big news breaking yesterday out of europe
1: yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. What's going on there? Um, yeah. So basically, all the major European football teams have decided to form the main event mafia and break away from the rest of UEFA or whatever. <laughs>
0: uh, yeah. It's pretty uh, full on.
1: Yeah. No. Um, oh, poor Tony Khan. He's not going to get in on it. Um, but yeah, it's i'm interested i'm interested because um if it's not going to be well it is going to exclusively be europeans still isn't it yeah yeah oh, uh, yeah, it would be nice if that were just like let's just do an international league with like some of the south american teams and a couple of american teams and maybe if we're lucky an a-league team but probably not (laughs) Um,
0: yeah i'm guessing you didn't see Melbourne victory's w result and let's not talk about that
1: (laughs) no no um yeah i I think it's interesting um it's just a case of the rich want to get richer isn't it
0: (laughs) yeah so this has been uh like heavily denounced by UEFA which is the European governing body Fever which is the world governing body uh, all the country governing bodies from the teams that did leave uh, Spain uh, Spain Italy and England it's been condemned by like uh, former players supporters the other 14 teams in the Premier League (laughs) so at the moment it's Arsenal, Chelsea, Tottenham from London Liverpool plus Manchester City and Manchester United of England. You have Barcelona, Atletico Madrid and Real Madrid from Spain. AC Milan, Inter Milan and Juventus from uh, Italy. Plus three more teams to be announced. So that'll be 15. Then five teams that annually change. Huh. But UEFA's come out and said any team that plays in this competition will not be uh, eligible for any UEFA or UEFA-sanctioned domestic league. So pretty much Manchester United in Premier League won't happen if they move. Wow. Liverpool, that took 30 years to win Premier League, now doesn't matter because they'll be leaving.
1: (laughs) Wow. Okay. Um... And if they do
0: leave, I think it'll be... A case similar to what happened to, um, to uh, Rangers in Scottish Premier League where they went bankrupt and then had to start from Tier 4 or 5 in the Scottish League and work their way back up. So I think it'll be a case of if any of these clubs do leave, they will be put down the pyramid to start back up.
1: Wowie. Well, hey, um. I get that there might be some people be listening to our wrestling podcast right now, like, man, like, why are they talking about this? Well, this is actually massive. This is huge. And especially if you're a West Ham supporter like me, this might be the closest as we'll, we'll ever get to winning the Premier League now.
0: <laughs> yeah, myself as, a, as an Arsenal supporter, we haven't won the league since... Don't think we've won it since we left Highbury in two thousand two, two thousand three, at the end of sort of that invincible era.
1: Oh man, that's what got me into the English Premier League was that. What was it? O three O four season. Yeah. Where they went unbeaten. Oh man, Vieira and Henri. Then you have me
0: brother, who's <laughs> lifelong. Scray Western Bulldogs supporter, lifelong uh, Manchester City supporter. So he's always had a case of teams that will never win it in his lifetime. And then the past decade had both of them win the
1: league. Yeah, yeah, crazy. Um, yeah, bloody oath. And then your other brother, Liv- yeah, Storm Liverpool, Liverpool fan. Yeah. Skipped War- school t- to
0: watch Miracle in Istanbul Champions League final. So now... If they move, that won't count anymore.
1: Yeah, that's true. I mean, it'll
0: it'll still count in the history books. They just won't ever be able to compete for that trophy again.
1: Yeah. Uh, I actually remember coming to school at about 12 o'clock that day. (laughs) Like, it's like, oh, I've got, like, art. First two periods is art. Nah, don't worry about it. I watched the Champions League.
0: (laughs) Like, in all fairness, we didn't skip school that much. <laughs> I think, like, outside of, like, family holidays, there's probably half a dozen times when we were not stick, if that. Yeah. yeah. And like yourself, you said you may have skipped the occasional WrestleMania on a Monday and that'd be about it.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, like, I was an only child, man. So, like, school was incredibly fun for me. What am I going to do, sit at home and, like, talk to no one or I'll <laughs> go to school and like hang out with some mates. That's what it was about for me. Yeah, that's
0: true too. Um, so yeah, <laughs> a lot still happening. I was watching some of it this morning, apparently sometime in the next 24 hours, the premier league and the 14 clubs that weren't invited are having a meeting about what happens next. Because they've still got another month or two of their season to go.
1: Yeah.
0: So there's talks about uh, stripping them of points and relegating them down a competition immediate, like putting them to relegation at the end of the season. There's talks of kicking them straight out of the league. Like this outside of like a team winning a championship after like a long wait, like, um, that 2016 year, where you had Cronulla win for the first time in 50 years, uh Western Bulldogs win for the first time since the 50s, oh, uh, Sydney's
1: the Chi- win,
0: Chicago Cubs first time since the um like in a hundred years, and yeah, yeah, that year of um sport, I think this in terms of global sporting news will be it'll have huge ramifications no matter what happens over the next week.
1: Yeah, this could be really huge. This might change, like, the world game as we know it forever. And that's the thing too, like,
0: the way the English uh, football system is set up, the Premier League does make a lot of money, but it does trickle down to grassroots and to, like, the other levels of the pyramid. There's teams in... Uh, like tier three and four going bankrupt. There's teams in tier two struggling to stay afloat. Yeah. And these six that are making so much money yeah. want to go, we want a bigger slice of that pie now.
1: Yeah. It's the rich wanting to get richer. Yeah. Um,
0: yeah. So this, we are 20th of April and they're talking about this starting. In- bro. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, bro, bro. <laughs> but they're talking about this starting in four months'
1: time. Oh man, four months—that's crazy.
0: Uh, also, the person who was on the UEFA board, uh, the Ju- Juventus—I can't remember if he was like president of Juventus or a senior at the Juventus board. Uh, supposed to be like the representative of the um, professional European clubs supposed to be the voice of over 200 professional elite European clubs. only had self interest for his own club and these other 10. Yeah. So yeah, there's a lot that's going to come out of this. Yeah. Oh man. Um, I suppose that's enough, uh, football talk. Should we get into some wrestling talk?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Another newsworthy week.
0: Yeah, I wish it wasn't, but uh, I suppose it's time for a bit of a spring cleaning.
1: (laughs) Yeah, exactly one year to the very day since their last quote-unquote spring cleaning. Yeah. exact same date a year later.
0: Yeah, this is, um, there is a lot of names here, so I'll just go through it. Um, Mojo Rawley, uh, here we are. Samoa Joe, Billy Kay, Peyton Royce, Mickey James, Chelsea Green, Tucker, Kalisto, Mojo Rawley, Bo Dallas, and Wesley Blake have been released. Um, so start off there. Uh, Wesley Blake, anything? Yeah, to-
1: how crazy is it that the The Forgotten Sons had three members. The one member that's left is the one that was anti-BLM last year. And tweeting all that very, very cancelable stuff. The other two get fired and the problematic one keeps his job.
0: Yeah, the the less said about that, the better. Um,
1: Yeah. Wesley White just uh, Wesley Blake has a lot of potential. Um he's probably he's probably like mid to late 30s now. So I, I don't know if you can say potential, but he's very talented. He just hasn't been given a chance.
0: Yeah, uh tag team chance with Buddy Murphy and NXT. Uh they had that um faction with Alexa Bliss. That was probably the <laughs> The highest he ever got,
3: yeah. Uh,
0: Bo Dallas, I guess. No more Bo Leave.
4: Bo Leave.
1: <laughs> um, grow up. Yes, Alex. you see why I did that. <laughs> yeah. Um. So <laughs> it's really funny. Like the day before this news was announced, I like messaged my Facebook group of on Messenger like of a few guys and I was like oh my god this new Alexa Bliss storyline is so they can debut they can bring back Bo Dallas as like a spooky boy character and they're gonna basically redo Undertaker versus Undertaker from SummerSlam 94 except with Bo Dallas and Bray Wyatt as fiend-like characters that was my... Uh, th- My prediction, that's where I thought everything was going. And then the very next day, Bo's gone. Oh, (laughs) I wanted to see fake fiend Bo Dallas.
0: Did you know that Bo hadn't wrestled since November 2019?
1: Yeah, how crazy is that?
0: Very, uh, JTG.
1: Yeah, um, from what I've heard, Bo's been setting up for life after wrestling anyway. He he lives on a farm with Liv Morgan. He does real estate stuff like that. Like he's been setting up for post wrestling for quite some time. I'm not talking about John and Way. Um, What's Bo Dallas doing in the
0: post office? <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh man, give me Bo Dallas and WH Park any day of the week. Um, <laughs> uh, anyway. Uh, yeah, I, I I could see Bo Dallas being one of those guys that gets released and you don't see him wrestle again, just because it sounds like he's got his stuff together.
0: Yeah, I agree there too. Mojo Rawley.
1: Well, that pretty much confirms Gronk isn't done playing NFL anytime soon. <laughs> so yeah, would...
0: Gronk kind of said, "Hey, I won't go back and give this football thing another go," and Mojo was kind of like. Oh no, please
1: don't. <laughs> yeah. yeah, then Gronk goes and wins a Super Bowl.
3: What might oh. I do? <laughs>
1: uh, have we seen him since Gronk was on WWE? I don't think we have.
0: Uh, not since June of 2020, so almost a year.
1: Yeah, so that's around, that would have been around the time that Gronk, Gronk lost, lost. Total to R-Truth. Yeah. Yeah. So Yeah. Um I, I think Mojo definitely had a charisma. His in-ring wasn't there for me, but I think there's something there with him. I think like he would be a great fit for an impact.
0: Yeah, that's true too. Yeah. What about Kalisto?
1: Now this is this is the sleeper. Out of this crop. This one. Kalisto. If you think about it. Can fit in with any of the Mexican promotions. Could easily slide into the Japanese promotions. Would be a perfect fit in AEW. Or Impact. Especially the X Division. Or Ring of Honor. He could slide into almost any promotion. Across the world. Any promotion. And he's very, very talented in the ring. We all know that. It's just he hasn't been given the chance to show it in quite some time. So I think this is the pick out of this bunch that's going to go and light the world on fire after these releases.
0: Yeah, I agree with everything you say there. But can I just add, he is not garbage and he does good lucha thing. (laughs) Kalisto. Yeah.
1: Yeah, well, well, yeah, uh, there's just not a promotion I can't picture him fitting in with, which is just a testament to him.:
0: Yeah, that's true too. He could fit in well.
4: Like, almost anyway.:
1: anywhere. Yeah
4: Um, I suppose from there... Ah, uh, one second. Um, next on the list was Tucker.
1: (laughs) Um, poor guy, poor guy. I guess this starts the running theme of these releases of tag teams. They split up and had no idea what to do with them after they split them up. Yeah. Um, Otis and Tucker was such a great act. They were very good together. There was no need to split him up. No need to turn Tucker heel. He turns heel on Otis and gets sent to Roar and hasn't been seen since. Like, oh, poor guy. And then he gets released and, like, ten minutes later he posted an Instagram photo of him smoking a joint on a golf course playing golf saying, Freedom! <laughs> so... Instantly, Tucker might be my favourite out of the <laughs> Just because he just doesn't care anymore.
0: In saying that, though, that's not really going to endear yourself to uh, any new uh, company looking to hire you, is it?
1: No, I honestly don't know if Tucker is going to continue on. Who knows? But who would go out of their way to give him a job at a televised company at the moment. I don't know. I don't know.
3: There's what no they, real
1: draw there. No, I think they were better together.
0: They turned Tucker Hill, split him off. Otis lost money in the bank. Then he turned Hill. Tucker's gone. It's just like, yeah. why is Otis with Chad Gable? You could have just had them both turn... Heel after he lost money in the bank.
1: Yeah, and it was also another case of they split up a tag team to turn one of them heel, and then the other one gets put in to another tag team anyway. With Otis going into a tag team with Chad Gable, like just so stupid.
0: Yeah. Um, Chelsea Green.
1: Yeah. So this one, I'm a big believer on of her work because basically she's part of the many uh wrestlers that are part of a cast of characters on the major wrestling figure podcast world obviously she's the fiance to matt cardona the former Zack Ryder. uh she's got so much potential i remember first time i really watched her was at all all in yeah and she was in that four-way with Madison Rain, Britt Baker, and I can't. Oh, it might have been Tessa, was the other one, but yeah, she was incredible. Then she had a great run and impact as the hot mess. I think she's going to do some great stuff outside the promotion. I think there's a real strong AEW possibility with Chelsea Green.
0: Yeah. I wouldn't, wouldn't put past it. Um, I find it weird that she uh, signed, I think it was a three-year extension Once she got injured, and then they've just released her.
1: Yeah, she's, she got medically cleared like a month ago too. <laughs> she, she's uh, been, she said in an interview that she's been at every single TV taping since she got cleared. She's just been backstage they've been getting her to come over thinking that they were going to do something with her and then nothing.
4: Oh, well,
0: um, next on the announcements was Mickey James.
1: Yeah. Oh man. We got a touch of her on commentary in NXT and I thought that was the way to go with her. And I thought she was fantastic in that role. Um, apparently they didn't think much of it or else they wouldn't have let her go. Um, She's an absolute legend. She can still go in that ring too. So, like, I could see her going back to Impact. I could see see her going to NWA for obvious reasons.
0: Yes, I wonder why.
1: (laughs) Yeah, what's causing all this? Um, Yeah, she would be... A great fit in AEW as sort of like a mentor role for some of the younger ladies and, you know, a bit of on-the-job training, if you will.
0: In, like, in AEW, did you say?
1: Yeah, she would be great in that role to help build the division. Like she, like, like, what Serena Deeb's been doing. Like, oh, yeah, put this younger talent in there with Serena, put a younger talent in there with Mickey and maybe they'll learn a few new things.
0: Yeah, that's true too. Um, surprised to see a go, but I think the wealth of, um, like knowledge she has for how long she's been wrestling, she could be a good mentor and have like a, not so much a final run, but like a good sort of run, uh, Elevating and showcasing younger people on a new roster.
1: And keep in mind, like Chelsea Green and Mickey James, Ring of Honor wants to rebuild a proper women's division too. If I'm Ring of Honor, I'm like, how much do you guys want?
0: Yeah, do that so then Kellyanne can come back and just beat them for the title.
1: Well, as soon as Chelsea Green got released, <coughs> Chelsea Green tweeted. I want to fight a Kellyanne fiend. What, really? Yeah, she, it was like one of her first tweets was, I want to fight Kellyanne.
0: Oh man, that'd be, that'd be really good. Um, yeah,
1: and Kellyanne replied with, I would love to beat you up too, darling. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, following that uh. I suppose the headline announcement for most of the world, Samoa Joe.
3: Yeah,
1: oh man, heartbreaking because they changed the raw commentary team. So I was like, I think I talked about it on last week's rap, oh maybe Samoa Joe's gonna commentate on SmackDown, because this came out before SmackDown. Or maybe Samoa Joe's getting ready to get in the ring again. Yeah, because I
0: remember you said that.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and I was frothing at the idea of, oh, man, send Samoa Joe back down to NXT and give us Samoa Joe versus Walter one time. One time. (laughs) And he gets released. Now,
0: if you were releasing Samoa Joe because he can't be cleared and you had nothing else for him okay but we've seen how good he is on commentary you can't say the guy's not great on commentary you can't say the guy wouldn't be a great trainer in the performance center to some of those bigger guys like a Bronson Reed
1: oh man yeah exactly Bronson Reed should be sitting under that Samoa Joe learning tree a Walter should be like any of those big hosses down there even like your Otis's and, like, some of those bigger guys on your main roster should be sitting under the Joe learning tree. Like, there's a role for Samoa Joe in your company.
0: Yeah, it's it's very, very puzzling why this happened. But um, I think if uh, someone like a uh, New Japan Strong were going to pick him up, that'd be great for their promotion to sort of position him as a big featured star for their uh, strong promotion. Uh, Samoa, him...
1: Joe. Samoa Joe is also a former LA dojo trainee and trainer.
3: So... Yeah, that's
0: what I was going to say too. Um, you've also got the, uh, you could have the match of him and Cobb, because I've heard a lot of people say that online, that that'd be a good matchup. Yeah. Has that ever happened before, to your knowledge?
1: Not that I know of. I'm just going to quickly Google a match and see if this has happened before I suggest it.
0: Okay. Um, Yeah, so over to Japan uh, of America or New Japan proper in Japan. uh, Ring of Honor, of course, all the history there. um, Impact, his history there. AEW, I think it'd be a really good fit. The problem with... AEW, is their men's division, is so overstacked. hmm So much I, now that...
3: I
1: think Joe, AEW might be the last option for Samoa or Joe, as much as it pains me to say it.
0: <laughs> and that's nothing against Joe or what AEW is. It's just because you look at how many guys they have on that roster, like how many regular matches on Dynamite are say, um, SCU getting uh, a month.
1: Or, like, you think back at the last pay-per-view, they debuted Ethan Page. Yeah. And we've rarely seen him on Dynamite since.
0: Yeah, that's what I mean. They've got so many people, plus they're trying to make Dark important, plus they're trying to make Dark Elevation important. And it's, like, nearly six hours a week and, like, nearly... Uh say
4: ten, twenty, thirty ish match between the three shows and Oop, you still there?
1: Yeah, you just sort of cut out a little bit then.
0: Oh. Yeah, I was just saying that it'd be roughly uh six hours, dark elevation and dynamite, and if you're gonna be rough with you guess around 30 matches a week.
1: Yeah, bloody hell. And um... that's,
0: that's a lot to take in every week. And if you are watching stuff like New Japan, MLW, NWA, uh, Ring of Honor, WWE, GCW, uh, stuff on IWTV, stuff outside of North America, you don't have enough time for all of
4: that.
1: No, you do not. Um, Samoa Joe is going to be an interesting one. Um, I did do my research. No, the match hasn't happened. Joe versus Ishi. hook it up to my veins.
0: Okay, hang on. Uh, G1. So say he has 90-day no-compete. That's roughly three months. Okay.
1: Yeah, so April
0: what's that? Oh. So May, June, July. Yeah. That put him right in the time frame to debut for G one if they're holding it the same time they normally do. Yeah. But...
1: And this is this is all speculation on whether Joe can actually wrestle anymore, by the way.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true too. Um, but that's provided the Olympics go ahead in their regular spot. Uh, the G1 goes ahead in its regular spot because the Olympics are going ahead
1: yeah yeah I I would love another late year G1 that would be great yeah
0: um, do we have to talk about this next release
1: we do because I think next, just behind Callisto and just behind Chelsea Green they These next ones, for obvious biased reasons, are going to be the ones making the biggest moves coming out of this, I reckon.
0: Yeah, so it is uh, Peyton Royce and Billy Kay, formerly known as the Iconics together. To hell with it. I'm just going to splice in a clip from August in here, and then we'll be back.
4: So I guess it's time to talk about the match. Did you
1: happen to see the women's tag team match? I did not. I saw a clip of the result and I saw what happens later in the underground. Now, because you're more
0: active on uh, social media over the weekend when I'm working and such, do you remember this being announced any time between Payback and when Raw went on the air tonight. No, no, it wasn't. Because it wasn't until like 30 minutes into the show where they're having a like interview with Billy and Peyton in the backstage uh, ring interview set. And it's like, wait, what did she just say? And I have to rewind it. Winners get a WWE Tag Team Championship match and the losers must
1: disband. Okay. Yeah, that that's a good idea for a division wh- that is very very thin at the moment.
0: Oh, don't worry, we'll get there. So, geez, um, the Iconics, a team that have been friends since high school for over ten years, debuting in uh, in two thousand seven and two thousand nine respectively, debuted as a team in NXT on the eighth of May, twenty fifteen, wrestled. In Melbourne for NXT TV in 2016, Billy lost to Ember Moon in a freeway with Liv Morgan, and Oscar retained Women's Championship against Peyton. They were called up to SmackDown on the 10th of April 2018 in the week after WrestleMania 34 confronting Charlotte Flair. They also wrestled in Melbourne on WWE Super Showdown defeating Oscar and Naomi in a tag team match. They competed in the Elimination Chamber match for the inaugural WWE Women's Tag Team Championship with five other teams losing to Bailey and Sasha Banks. They would win the Tag Team Championship at WrestleMania 35 and hold the title for 120 days, the second longest reign to date. They're the only team to hold the titles who have uh, teamed together either on the indies or in NXT NXT UK before the championship was established. The Elimination Chamber, before the titles were established, Sasha and Bailey were feuding with the notable spot of the Lion King fall in that Elimination Chamber match. Like, you look at that team's resume, and that's the one that disbanded.
4: Yeah. um,
1: If you... I'm going to cop a bit of Aussie hate on this, but if you were going to disband one of the two teams. I think the Iconics were the team to disband (laughs) just because, just because of everything you just said, like because they've done so much with them, the Riot Squad you haven't necessarily done anything with. So just for the sake of, you know, freshening up the tag title scene, uh, yeah, you'd want to continue with the Riot Squad. But here's yeah. the thing. You shouldn't be splitting up any teams at the moment.
0: No, and we'll get there in just a minute. So, brief history of the Riot to do it squad. My first teamed when called up to SmackDown on the 21st of November 2017. They were unsuccessful in challenging for the Raw Championship a number of times before, before being drafted to Raw on the 16th of April 2018. In October, they would lose to the Bella Twins and Ronda Rousey at Super Showdown in Melbourne. The right squad disbanded following the 2019 Superstar Shake-Up. Liv moved to SmackDown and Ruby left for shoulder surgery. On Ruby's return on the 3rd of February 2020, she attacked Liv, leading to a match where Sarah Logan served as special guest referee at Elimination Chamber. The riots reformed on August 3rd during a KO show segment.
1: What? Yeah. I do not remember a match where Liv went against Ruby and Sarah Logan was the special guest. Liv
0: was supposed to be heel coming out of the bathtub, having a blood feud with Ruby, saying that she held her down, and Sarah was caught in the middle. And they had that match at Elimination Chamber.
1: I do not remember that happening at at all. (laughs) But... February was a lifetime ago.
0: Oh, geez. You're going to love this next stat. All right. Bring it. <laughs> of the 15 teams who have either challenged or won the championship, as of today's date, when recording, after Rort, there is only three teams who are still together. That being the champions, Nia Jackson's Shana Baszler, the new right to t- squad, Liv Morgan and Ruby Wright, who earned a future match tonight, and the former champions, the Boss and Hug Connection, Bailey and Sasha Banks
1: on are SmackDown. are about to break up.
0: Yes. So you'll be down to two teams who have either won or challenged. To two. Yes. Now you've got my notes there, so you can see all the different teams. And their current Dude, status. What the hell?
1: <laughs> you're you're an absolute machine for pulling up some of these stats. So you have the Iconics, disbanded, one time champions,
0: six challengers, Bliss Cross, disbanded.
1: Are they? Uh, That's the questionable one. Like, they're about to be.
0: I'd say they are. Didn't Alexa throw down the coffee cup that Nikki kept for two years?
1: Yeah, but, like, I would have... say, like, the Alexa doing, like, an apology and all that sort of stuff.
0: Yeah, but okay, well, like... that one's questionable, along with Bailey and Sasha, who look to be yeah. going to Splitsville. They were five-time challengers. Next is the Kabuki Warriors, who have disbanded. Six-time challengers, one-time champions. Kari's left the company. Following that, there's only the teams who have ever challenged but never won. Carmella and Naomi challenged once. What? They're (laughs) They're disbanded. Fire and Desire challenged three times. Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville, they're disbanded following SummerSlam where Sonya's taken time off. Fair enough. Nia Jax and Tamina challenged three times. They're disbanded because they're on separate brands, Raw and SmackDown. The first challenge of the Right to Tit squad, Liv Morgan and Sarah Logan challenged once. They're disbanded as Sarah's not in WWE. The Divas of Doom challenged once. That's Beth Phoenix and Natalia.
1: This is what blew my mind.
0: With Beth now just not wrestling, doing commentary. It the blew next... my
1: mind. The Beth Phoenix and Natalia. Like, Beth Phoenix came out of retirement and challenged for the WWE Women's Tag Titles. The next one will
0: shock you. The Brooklyn Bells challenged once. That's Calissa and Christian, better known as Chris Statlander in AEW.
1: Yeah, so that was another head-scratcher I saw on the list, and I was trying to remember when this happened, but this was like... The Iconics, like, picking their own people to defend the title against?
0: Yeah, SmackDown
1: Aftermania. Yeah.
0: Following that, Team Kick, who have disbanded, that was one-time challengers Dakota Kai and Tegan Knox. Next team of Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair, who challenged three times. Have... How
1: did they never win once? Like, I can't see how Vince would have resisted, like, putting these titles on Charlotte.
0: Do you know who they lost the third time to? Who? Kabuki Warriors, and then they had that segment where everyone ran in after they won to close the pay-per-view at TLC.
1: Man, no, I don't
0: remember that at all. The next one was one-time challengers Carmella and Dana Brooke, who haven't teamed since that challenge. The next team also from this year who haven't teamed since that challenge, Shotzi Blackheart and Tegan Knox, And then the other teams who have teamed regularly but have never challenged who are still together. So these are your future contenders after the right to t- squad of Liv Morgan and Ruby Wright with their future match. The team from Raw. Lana and Natalia. Thoughts? Oh, dear. Okay. Maybe the next one will pique your interest. From NXT, the Robert Stone brand team of Aaliyah and Mercedes Martinez.
1: You know what? Yeah, that's fine by me. Robert Stone cutting promos on Raw. I'm fine with that. Then the team from
0: NXT of The Heartbreak Kick and Big Lady Cool, Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez.
1: I can't tell you enough how happy I am that you said that because <laughs> I forgot all about it for a second. And I forgot then, about Heartbreak Kick.
0: <laughs> then the final team, the most inexperienced team of NXT and Raw Underground, the four horsewomen women of MMA, Jessamine Duke, and Marina Shafir. Yeah. That is your current WWE Tag Team Championship division. There is no one at the moment in smackdown waiting to challenge there is no one on nxt uk waiting to challenge there is one team from raw and three teams uh, two teams from nxt and one team from raw underground like why the hell did you break up this team when your pool is so shallow
4: oh it's it's dumb it's dumb um why
1: even bother with these titles anymore? Honestly. Like, just next week, Nia Jackson, and Shayna Baszler just show up without the titles, that's it. Just don't even reference it.
0: No, because they're doing the whole team hell no thing where they're going, I'm the tag team champion. No, I'm the tag team champion.
1: Yeah, except with a lot less charisma by both ladies.
0: Remember when Shayna was second in the Royal Rumble, going to challenge Becky, going to be an absolute killer on the Raw Division, something fresh after Becky's year long reign? Yeah. And we've stuck with Asuka ping ponging around with a short reign by Sasha Banks in there.
1: Oh, man, I'm not going to complain about Asuka because Asuka's a star, but yeah. Yeah. Poor Shayna. She got screwed so bad. Okay. Uh, all because a 70-year-old man doesn't like her. <laughs> no, he's 78. Is he really that
0: old? Yes. He's got good genetics. His mother's like a hundred and something.
3: Genetic jackhammer. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but um, yeah, I suppose I should ask. Do you see the right to tuts winning in their future match before, let's say before December, they get a match on a pay-per-view? Do they win? No. Then what the hell was this breakup for? <laughs> exactly. Okay. They don't I, win.
1: I think um, WWE loves a good odd couple tag team, right? They love it. They're going to they're gonna run this thing with Naira and Shayna until the wheels fall off. They're going to go with this for as long as possible
0: and then so the riots don't win Iconics are still disbanded Boss and Hug devolve and feud into, over the Smackdown women's champions so there we have the picture of the teams of Lana Natalia Aaliyah Mercedes Dakota Raquel Jessamine Marina who would you put as your next challenger following the right to squad's loss Uh, Robert
1: Stonebrand, because, like... Mercedes can have a good match. She can go all right, but also, like, I don't care enough about these people, like, individually enough, like, outside of the tag division. So, yes, they can go to tag division purgatory. I care too much about Dakota to want her to touch those cursed
4: titles. Uh, yeah, I I just...
0: Okay, one, I don't know why you... After you had this match on the pay-per-view, why you felt the need to repeat it on no notice. Two, I don't know why you felt the need to put a disband versus title shot stipulation on there. Three, I don't know why you did that stipulation on 30 minutes notice. Four, I don't know why you broke up the team that's been a team for over 10 years. And five, why would you break up any team when your pool is that shallow? Like, this just made me upset, confused, and sad. Yeah. Because, yeah, yeah, once...
1: I've seen rumours for months now that Vince is very high on Peyton Royce. And wants to and has been wanting to get her away from Billy Kay for the longest time.
0: What and give her a solo push, yeah. But you oh my god, but but that's but what Dakota's that doing Billie in Kay's NXT, career. she'll be stuck in main event purgatory,
1: yeah. Billy Kay will be done. I if don't that... want
0: that to happen.
1: Yeah, me neither. Uh, well, I guess
0: we're flying our Aussie flag pr- proudly <laughs> yeah. tonight.
1: <laughs> yeah. um, It was a very dumb decision, especially with s- such short notice. If it was like a long-term built-up thing, like the Sasha and Bailey thing, I wouldn't even care that there's no other tag teams. I'd be like, yep, that's been built well. It means something, but this means, this means nothing.
0: If the Iconics had to come out and said, we, we were cheated last night, and to prove that we're the best team in this division, we want to make uh, the rights an offer they can't refuse. The winners will get a championship match and the losers will disband, and we're going to do that at the next pay-per-view at the end of September. Fine. <laughs> Yeah. It's still a dumb decision to disband a team, but at least you're not doing it on 30 minutes' notice. Yeah. And the other thing is, if you had put this out on social media during the day in the US, that's overnight in Australia. So all the Aussies would have, who are watching this live would have got up, had their breakfast, tuned in and go, wait, what the hell's going on? And then all yeah. the ones who are at work and come home and watch this late at night are going, oh, man, I... Oh, I can't wait to see what's going on tonight. Wait, what the hell? Yeah. Oh, it is puzzling why the hell they would do this.
1: Yeah. And by the looks of things, I don't think we'll be seeing Billy Kay around for a while. Just the way they sort of booked her after this
0: the big down on the underground.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I I think they made it blatantly obvious with that one segment alone, like who they're gonna
4: use and who they're gonna just screw over. Yeah. It's just it is
0: what <laughs> it is, I guess. Remember two years ago when we were talking about going to Super Showdown, how excited we were to see these guys wrestle in a stadium show before yeah. these titles, before they were on WrestleMania.
1: Yeah, I uh, I remember thinking that they brought they pretty much like brought in the WWE Women's Tag Titles for two teams that was Boss and Hug and the Iconics, right? Yeah, like. Much. <laughs> Like, yeah, they brought in those titles pretty much just for these guys to have something to do. And now look at it. Pathetic.
0: Oh, well. I suppose we should stop waving our little green and gold flags and pour some out for the iconics and, yeah. and the show, I guess.
1: Yeah, Rip and
0: Peace iconics. You were too
1: good for Vince Jr.'s promotion. (laughs) Yeah. How about about Vince can give Billy Cave the push and then he can fire Peyton and then Peyton gets a job because of her husband and goes to AEW. I've
0: already seen that theory enough. I don't know when their contracts end. So I'm not even going to start thinking about that until I see someone say, Oh, their contract's end such and yeah. such.
1: Yeah, and I only say that because I don't know if Billy Kay's dating anyone or an AEW wrestler, so so let's just leave her in WWE. Oh my God.
0: <laughs> Fine, you've brought it up. Second annual AEW Women's Tag Team Cup Tournament, the deadly draw number two. Surprise. Team enters the Iconic Duo because that's what they were called in NXT and that's probably not what they've got the
1: copyright on. You can just call them the Iconics. Just take off an eye. (laughs) You can do that too. It might be like, that might be a little too close, but... (laughs)
0: Yeah, so that's <laughs> that, basically. Um,
1: we weren't in the best of moods after that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> to be fair, no. I think that we had a bit of a week to think about this. <laughs> it's a little less animated, but um, it, you broke them up in late August to put them separately. I remember you saying that um, Vince wanted Billy away from Peyton because Peyton was going to be the big single star on Raw.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and uh, who's had the most TV time on Raw or SmackDown since the split? Billy. Yeah.
1: Who and called who was... that? <laughs> Sorry. And who predicted that? No one. Oi. Oh,
0: hey. <laughs> you, said, you said Billy's more entertaining, but Peyton will get pushed.
1: Yeah, I also said Billy will have a longer run, which is actually incredibly wrong, I guess, because <laughs> technically Billy's release got announced first. Um, but I, I was like, "Oh, Billy's going to have like a Santino like run." That's what my prediction was. She'll be the character that just yeah. is just always there. She doesn't need to wrestle. Um. um Oh, man, this sucks. You broke them
0: up to be singles people, and then they weren't working as singles, so you fired them
1: both. Yeah. (sighs) And not only did you break them up so they could be singles, you broke them up so they could be singles and put one of them in a tag team immediately. (laughs) Like Peyton. They put Peyton in with Lacey Evans
4: immediately. The logic there, man. Ah, oh, man. Um. It's. Yeah, it it
0: it it's puzzling from an Aussie perspective. It's puzzling from a women's perspective on your roster. It's puzzling from, especially a women's tag team perspective on your roster. It's. Uh, I think a little bit may have to do with the fact of who Peyton uh, is married to and the fact she was so spoken out a few weeks ago. Uh, Did I miss this? When she was on, was it Talking Raw? Raw, Raw Talk? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's right. And she got a quick match against Asuka and then it was like, okay, here's Ray Ripley now. Yeah. Um,
1: man, yeah. we were both at the MCG when the Iconics came out. Yeah. Man, what a moment. And... Oh, man. Honestly, really shocked that the other star of the show from that same show wasn't released on this day. On this day, I yeah. see
0: clearly da, 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 the edge.
1: Yeah, I was fully expecting Murphy's name to come up too. Yeah, and once Alist- I saw Alistair those Black two. as well. Once I saw Billy and Peyton,
0: I was expecting Murphy to come up because remember when he was dating Aaliyah? Yeah. Ringside all the time with the Mysterios. Like, when's the last time you really can say you saw Murphy hanging
1: around? It it was last on TV, like, begging Seth Rollins to take him back and then helping Seth Rollins beat up Cesaro. And then we never saw him again for a couple of months. It was just really weird. Like, the continuity makes no sense. Um, we'll speak more about continuity later.: Yeah. Um, Peyton uh, and is, Billy, where do you see them?
0: Where do I see them going? Yeah. Honestly i'd I guess Peyton will be staying stateside um Billy. She's been over there the better part of 10 years. So I'm guessing she'll probably stay there too. Let me just preface this by saying, if they're going to go together as a tag team somewhere, I think they're much, much more valuable than trying to go somewhere as singles. I'd really like to see them go to AEW because I think either AEW or Impact as stupid as it says, campaigning for someone to go to Impact, (laughs) they'd get used better there. They'd get used better in the Impact tag team division uh, than they would on, um, say, Ring of Honor at the moment.
1: Well, that's actually my guess. My best bet for the Iconics is Impact. As much as... You think AEW Payton's married to Spears, all that sort of stuff. Um, yeah, obviously both ladies are going to stay in America. I did recently do some research and find out Billy Kay is married to someone in America. We don't know who it is, but is married. She's married to someone. <laughs> um, So they're both, like, married in America, so they're probably not going to go anywhere anytime soon. So I think Impact is the best choice for these two because of the Knockouts tag division, because of the character work they'll be allowed to do in Impact. Like, they'll be allowed to just do whatever they want and run with it. Yeah, that's true, too. They'll get great TV time, too. In AEW, who knows?
0: (laughs) That's the thing too. With AEW, it seems unless you're challenging for that women's championship, you don't get any time really on Dynamite or the pay-per-view. Yeah. As a women's wrestler because the other divisions are so stacked. Even though they do need more women's wrestlers, like Peyton is a really good wrestler and... Billy's character work is so good. And together they're a really good team. Yeah. They, I think at the moment in this empty arena era, even though there are fans in Jacksonville, I think they would be better going to Nashville for impact.
1: Yeah, I agree. Um... How weird that
0: (laughs) back in Nashville for impact as well?
1: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I don't know why they're calling it the Impact Zone. They should just say, like, it's the Asylum again. Oh,
0: because, no, it doesn't matter. But um, do you think they'll try to sign somewhere together?
1: Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. Like, all I've seen on Instagram from Peyton and Billy, well, now that they've changed their names, Peyton's now... Cassie Lee, and Billy is now Jesse McKay.
0: Ah, yes. Long-time Aussie fans will know those ones.
1: Yeah, so Cassie Lee, Jesse McKay, um, they're always on Instagram since the release, just, like, posting stuff together, hanging out, stuff like that, and just, like, talking about how much they're excited to work together again. So... Yeah, I think it's a no-brainer.
0: Yeah, I mean... I suppose... Even if you're not going to call yourself The Iconics, you could call yourself something like... Depending on how petty WWE is with their trademarking, uh, the Femme tells, which was um, their nickname.
1: Why can't you just be The Iconics with one eye like a normal person?
0: I don't know, ask Ruby, to it. Right?
1: Yeah, so that's my theory. Surely they can get away with the Iconics with one eye.
0: Yeah, or you could go back to Iconic Duo.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Uh, yeah. Who was it? Somebody in... Oh, it was a few years ago now, but there was like somebody in TNA and they went to some other company and they changed like one or two letters of their name. So it was different. Oh, now I remember it was Rhino. Oh
1: yeah. Well, that was from ACW. He, he was Rhino with an I in ECW. Then he went to WWE and was Rhino with a Y. And then he went to TNA and it was Rhino with an I again. Uh, Full disclosure. I have Rhino on my FUGS roster and I'm Trying to figure out if I write his name with an I or a Y.
0: I before E, except after C. (laughs) Don't know if that helps there, but sure. (laughs) Oh, man. Um, Yeah, best of luck to him. Um, And this is a crazy thing. I might as well pull it up now. The uh, tag team history lineage of the women's tag team title belts. Because there's not a lot of teams that have won this that are still together today. I mean, other than your current champions. Because this won't be a good look.
1: Which I don't think they are still together anymore after what I read on Raw. (laughs) Oh,
4: yeah. Uh, But uh, it's loading. Whoa. Shayna's 40. Shayna.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Look, I'm looking on Wikipedia as well. And yeah. Wow. Oldest women's tag champ Shayna Baszler. I didn't realize she was 40.
0: So we might as well do this thing again because it was so fun. The first time we did in August, (laughs) Uh, I'm just going to put a link to that in the description. Uh, Boston Hug Connection, Bailey and Sasha, broken up. Iconics, Billy Kay and Peyton Royce, broken up. Alexa Bliss and Nia Cross, broken Uh, Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross, broken up. The Kabuki Warriors, Asuka and Kari Sane, broken up. Again, Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross, broken up. Bailey and Sasha Banks, broken up. Uh, Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler, the current champs. Uh, Asuka and Charlotte Flair, broken up and then back to Naira Jackson, and Shayna Baszler, your current champs.
1: Yeah, and they are currently teasing tension between Naira and Shayna. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not to mention, you had, like, a tag team turmoil at Mania, and... Pretty much just had the team that you're teasing is about to do a breakup beat the team that beat every other team. So you've just pretty much deemed your entire tag team division useless instantly. Um, Yeah, yeah, these tag titles, such a terrible decision.
0: I mean, I think it's not a terrible decision per se. It's because it's in the hands of WWE who don't do tag team wrestling unless it's to break up a tag team for a storyline.
1: Or to put together, like, champion and challenger for a singles belt and, oh, you guys are going to team for the tag titles. Oh, no, you guys won the tag titles together. How can you ever get along? The last time
0: they truly did that well, I feel, was uh, Brian and Kane.
1: Yeah, that, that was like the last time.
0: Um, so I mean, they look... did
1: try to do it since, though.
0: Yes, having a look over the uh, the raw women here Alexa Bliss, Oscar, Becky Lynch, who's on maternity leave, Charlotte, Dana Brooke, Lacey Evans, who's on maternity leave, Lana, Mandy Rose, Naomi, Nia Jax, Nikki Cross, Rhea Ripley, and Shayna Baszler. <laughs> Any uh, team there that you'd like to see challenge?
4: Nope.
0: <laughs> okay, let's go over to SmackDown then, because this is now just Raw and SmackDown you have to choose from. You can't use NXT women now.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: Uh, so on SmackDown, you have Bailey, Bianca Bell Belair, who's the SmackDown women's champ, Carmella, Liv Morgan, Natalia, Reckoning, Ruby Wright.
4: What?
2: Reckonings on SmackDown? Yeah. When did that happen?
0: Last week.
1: Really? Uh, I must have missed something.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. Ruby right to Sasha Banks, Sonya Deville, and Tamina. Anyone there you want to see challenge?
1: I honestly want the right squad to win the tag titles just because they're a proper tag team. <laughs>
0: because they broke up the Iconics and it's got to be worth something now.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> that, that year-long chase after you. Yeah. Uh, I went through it enough then. Go listen to that show. I'll timestamp it in the description this week because I'm not putting in, like, a 40-minute <laughs> segment into a clip. I'm probably just going to splice in a five-minute segment.
1: <laughs> not to mention, the Iconics <laughs> win the tag titles the Mania and then just... Don't get to do anything on TV for, like, three months. They challenged the Brooklyn Bells.
0: That was great, though. You know who one of them was? Who? Chris Statlander.
2: Oh, really? Oh, yeah. man. Oh.
1: Like, my favourite. I love Chris Statlander at the moment.
0: Um, Any team that you can think should be called up from nxt i guess because i'm looking over this list and going the only team on here i can see that sticks out other than the women's tax champs is big lady cool raquel gonzalez and the heartbreak kick dakota kai
1: well so, i don't think they're going anywhere yeah soon
0: now um th- now raquel's got gold i think they're going to be uh staying there for a little while
1: honestly i can see that um What is it, Xia Li and Tian Sha or whatever? Yeah. I can see that getting moved to the main roster on SmackDown. Because you want to keep it away from, like, Alexa Bliss's stuff. So you put it on SmackDown. But I could see them, like, Vince just be chomping at the bits to put that ridiculous gimmick on SmackDown or Raw or something.
0: Yeah, um... There is so much, and this is the thing, like we've said a couple of times about MCW's women's division. If you're going to have one, you need to focus on it because it doesn't feel like it's being, um, focused on. No, um, I suppose before we get into the results this past week, do you think? WWE has too many championships.
4: Yeah,
2: yeah, a <laughs> thousand percent.
0: <laughs> um, yeah. Do you want me to run through all their titles?
1: uh let me go off the top of my head. WWE title, WWE Universal, Raw Women's Raws, uh, Raw Women's title, SmackDown Women's title, Raw Tag, SmackDown Tag. Intercontinental US Alright, then we go into the obscure ones, like the oh, the women's tag, then the twenty four seven title, then we're gonna have to go into like Cruiserweight title, then all the NXT titles and the NXT UK titles,
4: right? Yeah. Yeah. Is um, that a bit... I didn't 19,
0: miss anything. No, 19 championships currently active across yeah. all rosters. Yeah. Um, I think, because I've always spoken to you about this both on and off air, I like the idea of one world champion, like one traveling champion across the brand. So you'd have uh, WWE World Heavyweight Champion, WWE Women's Champion, WWE Men's Tag, WWE Women's Tag as you're traveling champs across Raw and SmackDown, and then just have your US and your IC as your uh, secondary men's champion, like your TV champion for your Raw or your SmackDown. Yeah. Because that right there gets rid of, uh, let's see, gets rid of one, two, three, gets rid of three titles straight away by doing that. You get rid of your 24-7 total because that's just meh. (laughs) It is uh, NXT. So I'd do the same again on NXT. NXT uh, men's, NXT women's, NXT men's tag, NXT women's tag. Then you'd have your uh, North American,
4: your Cruiserweight, your UK. So you get rid
0: of another three championships there. That's still too many, but if that's what you want to do, that gets rid of at least a fair chunk. Yeah. Ah oh, man. Fun. Uh, do you have time for Tuesday and XT after all that?
4: Um Yeah, sure. Let's
1: do it. Okay. So, NXT
0: number 450. Coming to you live from the Capital Wrestling Center on tape. Probably, I don't know. I don't care. (laughs) Uh, NXT Tag Team Men's Championship, MSK, Nash Carter, and Wesley. The champions defeated Drake Maverick and Killian Dane a singles match where Mercedes Martinez defeated Jesse Carmella with Robert Stonebrand in her corner. NXT Cruiserweight Championship match. Santos Escobar, the champion, who unified the titles last week at TakeOver Night, Deliver, uh, loses to Kushida in around 10 minutes. Isaiah Swervebro Scott loses to Leon Ruff in a singles match. And the main event, an eight-man tag team match Bronson Reed, Dexter Loomis, Amber Moon, and Shotzi Blackheart defeat The Way, Austin Fury, Cancel away, Indy Hartwell, and Johnny Gargano. Uh, your thoughts, Alex?
1: Um, I actually thought this was a pretty good episode of NXT. Um, the title change was great. <laughs> so needed. Um, I get that Santos Escobar just became the quote-unquote proper Cruiserweight champion, but he had that interim title run for so long as well. So it's the right guy to put the belt on. I want to see more out of Kushida all the time. The debut of Frankie Monet, the former Tyre Valkyrie. I thought that was great.
0: Can I just ask you, because we were watching impact when she was still there what was the name of uh ty valkyrie's dog on
1: impact it was it was presley
0: ah okay it's the I same it was, dog yeah i thought it was frankie
1: ah oh, right yeah um she did i forgot what she said but there was she did put out a tweet saying that she chose the name frankie monet for a particular reason but 'Cause everyone was like, Oh, it's such a bad name. It's really not. It's not that bad at all. Compared to other names, come on.
0: Yeah, Amber Moon. Frankie like, Monet.
1: Yeah. I can like, tell
0: you which one's better there.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean Chili McFreeze, Baron Von Ruthless. I just Baron
0: von it. Ruthless. Oh, wait, I know what you're referring to. Would it be one Texas rattlesnake?
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, Chili McFreeze, Baron von Ruthless. There's something else. Oh, Ice Dagger. <laughs> that they off. That they gave him too. Yeah. Jeez. Um. Anyway, I think I... that was a good debut. I, I loved the way. Uh, f- I'm going to have to get used to it, Frankie. <clears throat> Frankie sold the way. The, like, her facial expression when Raquel said, I'm going to stick that dog up your ass," <laughs> Like, the way she sold it was hilarious. It was just perfect. Loved it.
0: Um, I suppose I need to ask then. What was Rhea on Monday night? She was a heel, wasn't she?
2: She was kind of a face. She cut a promo where she was like, Yeah, I did it, and if anyone wants a shot, come at me,
1: bruh. I can't remember exactly what she said, but... But, yeah, it was Um, something along those lines. Like, she did definitely turn heel on Asuka, like, the week before Mania. But it seems like since Mania, she's a face again.
0: Yeah, because I was going to say... Oh, Mr. No BS Paul White would be proud. Because tonight she turned face... What the hell is going on with continuity?
1: Wasn't Raquel also a heel? Well, Raquel was a baby face by default. Because because everyone loves her. So they just went with it, I guess. Which is... I'd much rather them do that than, like, she comes out and everyone's tweeting how much they love her. And then she's like, you people. I, I hate it when they do stuff like that, where they just try to fight against what the crowd wants. So yeah. at least they're giving us what we want. A bit of logic would have been nice. Yeah. um,
0: Because I looked at this and I went, okay, if this was like a WWE.com clip of like three champions, like, coming back to NXT and, like, taking a photo. I can understand that. Yeah. The, the fact it's on TV, the night before... So, two nights ago, Rhea's heel at Mania against Asuka. The next night, she's uh, sort of baby-faced with a weird promo against Asuka because Charlotte returns LOL. Yeah. Um... And now she's full babyface. It's like Have we just gone straight from one to eleven here in this turn? Um, am I just missing something here?
1: Yeah, um this was really Well, how did I describe that Adam Cole versus Kyle O'Reilly match? An artistic jerk off match, right? <laughs> This this was a little bit uh, self patting on the back, wanky for my liking. Yes. Okay, look at us go! Look at us! Yay, us! How good's us?
0: That's Do what it You felt love like. us.
1: We love us. Oh, yeah, I thought it was forced. I like I saw all the stuff on Twitter leading up to this of like that photo that was taken a couple of years ago, and then there was a photo of them backstage holding all their titles and I was like you know what, that's cool but then you're putting it on TV like what, isn't the last time anyone saw Rhea and Raquel like in the ring together was them beating the crap out of each other in a last woman standing match
0: yeah, that's another thing too
1: <laughs> yeah so I get your complaints and I uh, yeah, I I just thought this was a little too wanky. <laughs> because
0: here's the thing. We constantly get told it's all one universe. It's all one story being told. This isn't going, to use the uh, analogy, this isn't a velocities coming from PWA to MCW and there being a different element to the velocities in MCW than there is in PWA even though they're going to wrestle three nights apart in both companies. Yeah. So this is the same people controlling this and it's more confusing than <laughs> two indie promotions across state borders in Australia organizing one tag team.
1: Yeah. Yeah, uh... this is this is like if straight after Avengers Endgame Thanos showed up in Spider-Man and try to help Spider-Man save his missus or whatever. Like, what? Why?
0: Kind of that too. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, Very, very confusing. Um, And I think as much as I love seeing Aussies in the main event, I think the wrong match went on last. I think if you had that cruiserweight match in the main event, is it foretelling probably what the result's going to be a little? Yes. But would I be more invested in that than I was the eight-man mixed tag team match thing? Yes. Oh, we didn't even mention. Wasn't Indy Hartwell captured or kidnapped or went away with Dexter Loomis or something?
1: Yeah, yeah, except she was happy about it. Because
0: her Twitter handles Mrs. Loomis Wrestling or something.
1: Yeah, but she was doing that beforehand because her whole shtick has been that she's actually quietly in love with Dexter, Dexter Loomis, like she has a crush on him.
0: Oh, man. Um, Thumbs sideways, NXT. Some good stuff, but some very puzzling stuff
1: too. You know what? Thumbs up from me. There was uh, one one real wanky segment, which <laughs> I keep calling it that because it's the only word my simple brain can come up with for it. Um, yeah, it was just wanky, but everything else was pretty good. I loved the Indy and Dexter stuff, the way like Dexter was dragging away Indy, and Indy sort of like pops her head over Dexter's shoulder and winks at the camera. Like she's just like excited to be carried out by him. It was kind yeah. of like a reverse, like a reversal of genders of like Eddie Guerrero and China. That's the vibe I got.
0: Yeah, I suppose that's a good comparison. Yeah. Um, oh boy, are you ready to light the fuse?
1: Ah uh, yes, let's do it.
0: Okay. Dynamite number 81 from Daly's place in Jacksonville. AEW World Tag Team Championship match to open up the young backs. Matt and Nick Jackson defeat Death Triangle, Puck and Ray Phoenix. A singles match where Jade Cargill defeated Red Velvet. A singles match where Anthony Agogo defeated Cole Carter by referee's decision. A singles match with special enforcer Mike Tyson. Chris Jericho with Sammy Guevara defeated Dax Hardwood with Cash Wheeler. Uh, Chris Statlander defeated Amber Nova. And in the main event a Force Count Anywhere match, Darby Allen, the TNT champion, retained against Matt Hardy in 17 minutes. Uh, Yeah, take it away, Alex.
4: All right. Um...
1: One of the biggest things I saw complaints about online was Anthony Ogogo's finish. Like, come on. If you have an issue with it, come on. Get punched in the guts by a boxer. Of course he's going to win with a punch. I loved it. I thought it was just beautiful.
0: You've done some, uh, I will not say MMA, but sort of martial arts training, haven't you?
1: Uh, Way back in the day,
0: but Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and so have I. Once you realise how hard you are throwing punches, if you're wearing the uh, the body padding and taking some, it does hurt.
3: Yeah. Yeah, so, definitely.
0: And didn't this guy compete at the Olympics for England? Is he a medalist
1: from the London I, Games? I think they said it was a bronze medalist. I could be wrong, though. Okay.
0: I'll just pull that up. Um. Yeah, what about the young Young Bucks match? While I pull that up,
1: I thought it was a great match. I thought uh, fantastic opener. They got this new cocky demeanor. They're heels now, which is good because after a little while, it is really hard to like the Young Bucks. Admittedly, <laughs> I. They're just a couple of rat-faced knackers, as uh, other podcasts would say. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. And, um, yeah, uh, like, they're really hard to like sometimes. So this heel turn's great. I like the idea of, um, of where they're going. I, th- I loved, like, who was it, Matt or Nick? I think it was Matt, like, just doing a mock baby face comeback, hot tag sort of thing. It was very funny, and um, yeah, it was just a great opening match. Uh, I thought Matt Hardy versus Darby Allen was surprisingly not bad. <laughs> like Matt Hardy, like didn't have to do too much because Darby Allen was just gonna murder himself until that match was good. So, yeah. No, I loved that too. Uh, yeah. Very solid episode of Dynamite for me.
0: Yeah. So, just looking in here, uh, Anthony and GoGo, bronze medal in uh, middleweight at the London Olympics. Also, a professional record of 11 and 1.
2: Bugger.
1: That's really good. One,
0: wow. one two, three, four, five, six wins by. Uh, seven wins by knockout and one loss by knockout. So, yeah, that makes sense for him to have that punch as his finish. If you don't know what that is, go to a gym, do a, a session of boxing training and get back to us.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Uh, um, I really yeah. enjoyed the main event, the TNT Championship match, Darby Allen and Matt Hardy.
1: Yeah. Uh, um, what, what else happened? The Mike Tyson stuff was good. Um, is a part of the inner circle now that's good. Um, is blood and guts going to be six on six? That's what I'm wondering because they announced blood and guts, but now Mike Tyson's a part of the inner circle. I'm like. Does this mean we're going to have Tully Blanchard and Mike Tyson square off in Blood and Guts? Because if so, I am, like, so keen to see Tully Blanchard wrestle Mike Tyson. (laughs) Um,
0: I'll pull it up for you, Uh, but I think originally Blood and Guts was a uh, five on five.
1: Yeah, that's what I thought too, but... Maybe they might just add an extra person to it. Or maybe they have, each team has their own outside enforcer or whatever.
0: Yeah, I think it'd be more
4: Tully's an outside enforcer. Oh, well. Uh, so, at the moment it
0: says, Inner Circle, Jericho, Hager, Guevara, Santana and Ortiz, versus pinnacle... MJF Wardlow Spears Cash Wheeler Dax Hardwood with Tully Blanchard. Ah, uh, yeah. This is this happening on a dynamite? Yeah, it's on pay per view.
1: It's a dynamite. Oh, it is too.
0: Oh, bugger, I'll be at work.
1: Ketis, I know it is sad. He is gonna be at work. Um... <laughs> I think
0: this, do you think this will um, happen in the arena or on the field?
1: Oh, yeah, good point. Field, now that I think about it.
4: Like, how are they going
1: to fit two rings into that Daly's place? Side by side.
0: So instead of top and tail like at NXT, it'll be side by side against the stage.
1: Yeah, I guess it could.
0: And you just push the uh, the heel seating and the face seating to the side further yeah. back. Because that's the only way you're going to fit that sort of uh, setup in Daly's place, unless you're going to yeah. put it on uh, whatever Jacksonville field name is. <laughs> I oh, don't know, I don't follow grid on that much.
4: Um, yeah, it doesn't say. I'm guessing it's going to be in Daly's place. Um, uh, Jacksonville
0: Jaguars. TIAA Bankfield. So it's, yeah, the stadium that's connected to it. Um, overall, Dynamite, thumbs up. I'm excited to see what Blood and Guts looks like now that... Um,
2: it's a happening. It's a happening here, folks.
1: That's yeah. my worst Gorilla Monsoon impression. Um, yeah, I, I'm really keen for it. Needs more. Also, also, it looks like Hangman Page is ranked number one, and the next pay-per-view is double or nothing. Almost feels like it's too soon to do Hangman versus Kenny, doesn't it? Double Did they 100...
0: have a singles match after they broke up?
1: Well, they had that number one contenders match at, what was it, All Out or Full Gear? I think it was yeah. Full Gear. Yeah. And I just feel like it's a bit too soon for them to go back to it because there's six weeks until Double or Nothing. Like five mm. weeks now, actually.
0: I suppose unless you're going to be telling a bigger story, like trying to set up sort of a trilogy, like Omega has before with um, New Japan.
2: Yeah,
1: I I think, yeah, because I think the the next time those two should face, Hangman should win. And it's just, I don't know if it's time to take the title off Kenny yet. I don't know. The I haven't only, been overly overwhelmed with his title run, to be honest. The only reason I say uh,
0: that is because uh, think of the elite and how involved they got earlier on tonight. They could do that on a pay per view. We've seen Don Callis get involved at a pay per view in a title match. That's why I'm thinking they could do Hangman and um, Kenny and then. What's the next, one? next biggest pay-per-view after um, Double uh, or Nothing is All Out.
1: All Out, then Full Gear, then Revolution, yeah. and so, the continues.
0: Build up to All Out and have a uh, cage match so all the outside interference is
4: locked out. So it's like yeah, hang, right. Hangman's last shot. Yeah, but you do have
1: to keep in mind there's Four months, basically four months between pay-per-views. Not four months, three months between pay-per-views. Yeah. So that's like a lot of TV time that they have to drag that out for just another rematch. Well, which is why, members which to is why like... they've, they've rarely done it, though. Like, back-to-back pay-per-views with rematches. <laughs>
0: we'll get there in a moment about
1: rematches, but... um.
0: Yeah, I think, I, think, I, think, I, think, I think they could do it. And I have talked about before when Jericho was champion that somebody could work their way through all the members of uh, Inner Circle in singles matches building up to that pay-per-view.
3: Mm-hmm. They could
0: do the same thing here where Hangman has to defeat everyone in a singles match for him to be uh, like banned from ringside in this cage match.
1: So my theory is Hangman's not going to get the title shot at double or nothing. They're going to do something where he gets kayfabe injured. And then it's going to get revealed later it was the Bucks and Kenny that did it. So in the time being, there's a spot opened up in the top five, so there's just rampant singles matches, and that's where Christian Cage works his way up the rankings. And then you do Christian Cage versus Kenny a double or nothing. You hold off on Hangman versus Kenny. And then maybe by the end of the year, you finally get to Hangman versus Kenny after the reveal that the Bucks and Kenny took him out. All that elite drama and all that sort of stuff. You end the year with Hangman as your champ and all is right in the world. Yeah,
0: that's true too. Um, I suppose we should talk about something that AEW didn't talk about. The big match happening this weekend.
4: Oh, yeah. Yeah.
1: Gosh, I've almost forgot about
0: that. Yeah, Impact has that effect on everyone as we go to <laughs> Impact Rebellion, title for title, Ritz swan Impact Champion taking on Kenny Omega.
1: Oh, AEW no. AEW Champion. Oh, this is the first time I've seen this announcement about it.
0: But Mara is going to call the main event.
1: Oh, I was going to watch that too. Oh, no. Really? Oh, I was going to watch Rebellion because I wanted to see, um, as stupid as it sounds, I wanted to see Cardona versus Myers on the undercard. Um, I wanted to see if, you know, Cardona can actually have a decent match or not. Who knows? Um, Yeah. yeah. Oh, no. Mauro. Not a fan. Not a fan.
0: Yeah, and that's coming from you, who's a bigger fan of Mauro than me. (laughs)
1: Yeah, yeah. Like, just the pop culture references. Oh. And he's like a
0: Mack truck, and then... You have to Google... uh, What was it? Tesla Cybertruck, I remember you saying. And you have to stop watching TakeOver and go, what the fuck's a Tesla
1: Cybertruck? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah, how's this this pay-per-view going to end? Kitty Omega
2: wins gold. That's because he is a lover of gold. Get it? Nudge, nudge, wink, wink. Uh, He's really making an impact as the elite champion oh mamma mia
3: oh
0: god i hope not
1: yeah it'll be something like that kenny's gonna win though
0: <laughs> okay we might as well talk about this now do you see someone walking away with both titles or do you see interference and the match is called off
1: would be a good time to open the gates for the other portion of the forbidden door.
0: Like, yeah. the,
1: the New Japan aspect. It would be the perfect time for a New Japan guy to come out and ruin it all. Like, perhaps... Yes. Perhaps. Time to call in evil. <laughs> well, I was going to say, similar sort of stable be the right time for Tomatonga to show up because of all the trash talking he's done about the elite.
4: Yeah.
1: I won't be opposed to that. Yeah, because then if we got like five on five, the elite versus the Bullet Club somehow in impact <laughs> would be the weirdest thing ever and I would love it. Yeah. Like that they have enough Bullet Club New Japan Current New Japan Bullet Club guys that are currently located in America, right? Uh Tama.
0: Uh Tama Tonga, Tonga Hikalalu uh, Kenta.
1: Finley? Uh not Finley, uh Chase Owens, sorry. Chase Owens. Uh, yeah.
0: Yeah. I know you confuse the two, but one's a Cran Jewel and one's a uh
1: rock and roller. Yeah. One guy has like Leopard print boots. Sometimes, um, <laughs> how is it that Fit Finley has a son that like does this rock and roll gimmick? Like the apple fell far way away from the tree, didn't it?
0: Because <laughs> he's American. Yeah, I guess he's a uh, American male. American male. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, like. Finn is still a part of WWE, or did he get furloughed?
1: I'm positive he's still part of it.
0: <laughs> yeah, because his son is in New Japan, which is so weird because I remember whichever, I think it might have been, like, one of the Korokan Hall shows where Finlay, like, wasn't a young lion anymore, and, like, he's running up the stairs and, like, high-fiving his dad and running back down the ringside. Hmm. Um. Yeah, I, I don't know about Rebellion. Do you even know what the card is for Rebellion?
1: I know Cardona versus Myers, Swan versus Omega. Oh, what else is there?
2: Well, I, think it
1: it it's, I think it's Tenille versus Deanna. I could be wrong.
0: Oh, that's worth the price of the mission alone.
1: Yeah. Well, I did say I think... that
0: about Bound for Glory and that didn't happen. Yeah. Uh, Let's see. We have Rich Swan versus Kenny Omega uh, for both Impact and AEW world titles. Uh, Finn Juice, David Finley, and Juice Robinson take on Good Brothers for the Impact world titles. Uh, Perazzo versus Dashwood for the Knockouts title. Ace Doshan, the champion, versus uh, Josh Alexander and TJP in a freeway for the X Division. Cardona versus Myers in a singles match. Trey Miguel versus Sammy Callahan in a last-man-standing match. Uh, The eight-man tag team match of Saban, Edwards, James Storm, and Willie Mack versus Violent by Design, Eric Young, Dina, Joe Doran, and Rhino. Mm -hmm. And the Impact Tag Team Knockouts Championship, Jordan Grace and to be named versus Kira Hogan and Tasha Stills, the champions called Fire and Flave.
1: Um, no idea who Jordan's partner is going to be. I don't um, think it's Chelsea Green. No, no, it's not time for that yet. Wait 90 days. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, cause they just had the jazz retirement on impact, which was sad, but beautiful. um, yeah, so Jordan Grayson, um, I have been somewhat watching Impact. Uh, Rhino is really good as part of this Violent by Design stable. Um, Sammy Callahan and Trey Miguel have been doing some more art stuff, but there's something about Sammy Callahan that makes me want to turn off my television. Um, Myers and Cardona, I'm really into it, but I might be. Very biased. Hopefully Josh Alexander wins the X-Division title at Rebellion. That would be an interesting new twist on the division just because he's not as much of a high-flyer and more of a technical wrestler. Yeah. Uh, Tennille and Deonna, they're going to have to continue carrying on with Donna. Uh, Deonna as the knockouts champ. I think... Tennille... Yeah, I have a weird feeling, because... Do you remember VXT from NXT of, like, the tag team of De and Chelsea Green?
0: Briefly?
1: Yeah, I have a feeling they're going to drag out this title reign for Chelsea to come back. Possible. (laughs) Yeah. Um, either as friend or foe. Um... Yeah, the Good Brothers versus Finjuice could go either way, to be honest. It does kind of feel odd with, like, the Good Brothers hanging out with the Bucks and Omega, and they're the only ones not holding gold. So it would just be a nice visual. Yeah, I suppose.
0: Um, I do see the Good Brothers getting it back either – on this pay-per-view or losing on this pay-per-view and the bucks coming out and they beat the crap out of Finjuice.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, you might be right. Um oh, Yeah, I can see that. Yep.
0: <laughs> um, I probably will watch this. This is this weekend.
1: Yeah, I'm going to watch it. Um, might have to put the main event on mute if Ma- Maro is calling the main event. Yeah,
0: um, Maro as a person and what he's done for mental health awareness, I'll always say he's a good person for that. His over-the-top um, calling of matches and his pop culture references, which are very over-the-top or very North American-specific when you're talking to a worldwide audience that is either zoning you out or on their phone, searching up what you've just said and then like, Oh, I might as well check Facebook while I'm on my phone. Oh, what's going on over here? Well, Oh, what's that? The footy's close. I'll change to that.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Don't want people on their phone and then tuning out. Exactly. (laughs) Oh man. Um, but dynamite thumbs up for me this week. Um, As in most weeks. First week unopposed. Now, do you still have the uh, rating figures for both shows? Because I know you sent it to me during the week.
1: Yeah, I believe off the top of my dome, NXT was 805,000. And Dynamite was 1.21 million.
0: Yeah, that wouldn't surprise me proving that the uh, the Wednesday night competitiveness was just to split the audience. Yep. That, um, what'd you say, 1.2 and 800? Yep. So let's do a quick Google search off the top of my head. Do you have any idea what Raw was last week?
1: Uh, I think it might have been a bit because of the post-mania bump. I'm not too sure
4: though. Okay, well, then we'll type SmackDown. I uh, need to get the correct date because American date back at day 16th. Okay so you'd hope they would at least
0: outdraw Dynamite for a Smackdown after Mania.
4: you would assume so uh there we are. uh uh One point nine million.
1: Hmm. What you say? That's,
4: that's, Dynamite that's did?
1: not good at all. That's really bad for Postmania.
0: And key demo was a 0.5. Oof.
1: Yeah. That's really bad.
0: Dynamite, they could close that gap on SmackDown, and SmackDown's on Fox.
1: Well, no, because SmackDown's like doing well over 2 million every week. Uh... Because SmackDown's doing much better ratings than Raw. Okay. Uh... So I I think Dynamite will close the gap on Raw first, then SmackDown. I I don't know if they'll ever get to SmackDown levels, to be honest, 2 million's a lot in this day and age.
0: Oh, well. Um, From there, we might as well talk about SmackDown number 1130 coming to you from Thunderdome number three. New commentary team of Michael Cole and Pat <laughs> McAfee.
2: Oh, he said his name right.
0: Why? Why? Why?
1: Why? Because he's a good commentator?
0: Okay. Now... I may have missed this uh, during points of my rewatch of this late Saturday night uh, when I went to get a drink or get, get a snack. Was it ever mentioned on commentary about Pat McAfee's uh, last appearance on
4: WWE? Do you mean WWE or NXT? It's the same thing, isn't it?
1: Not necessarily. <laughs>
0: Okay, well, then his last time on NXT.
1: Well, what did he do the last time with his stable and stuff?
0: Yeah, his stable controlling Honey Lorcan, uh Danny Birch, Pete Dunne guiding Honey Lauken, Danny Birch to tag team gold, taking out Adam Cole.
1: Yeah, well, I guess they can't do that gimmick anymore because Cole's a face, uh, Cole's a heel now. And I guess because Danny Birch is injured and he's out, that means the tag team's out of the equation because that's how WWE does things. So that means all that's left is Pete Dunne. And quite frankly, Pat, Pete Dunne doesn't need Pat, so I guess they're just going to have to move on with their lives. Um, I, I honestly like Pete, uh, Pat McAfee on commentary here.
0: Yeah, I mean, it was just jarring to tune in and go, hang on, aren't you the heel who said you're a football player who's better than all the wrestlers, and that's why you came up with your stable and were taken out the Undisputed Era, and now this is happening? Wait, what?
1: But he's the colour commentator. Yeah. Bobby Heenan was the heel. Jesse Ventura was the heel. Jerry Lawler was the heel.
0: Jerry Lawler still is a heel.
1: (laughs) Yeah, big time.
0: The like, guy caused the to, Women's Rumble. How is that allowed?
1: Yeah. To be fair, like, the week before this episode of SmackDown, Corey Graves was a heel colour commentator.
0: Yeah, I'm not picking on the fact that he's a heel. I understand WWE still does that. It's, yeah. it's just the fact the last time I saw you on TV, you were in control of this stable, and now the it's like, oh no, that doesn't matter. I'm doing this now.
1: Yeah, that's just um, poor long-term planning, I guess.
0: What's long-term planning in WWE?
1: What's long-term planning in WWE? That sounds like a weird riddle, um, bro. <laughs> no, not that kind.
0: Um, yeah. Oh. Uh, anyway, I just continuity this week. None. <laughs> Moving on, results. Uh, singles match, Ray Mysterio defeated Otis. Kevin Owens defeated Sami Zayn via count-out. A tag team championship match where the Dirty Dogs, Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode, the champions, defeated the Street Profits to retain. A singles match where Natalia with Tamina defeated Shayna Baszler with Nia Jax in under five minutes. Cesaro defeated Jay Uso via DQ in the main event match. Um, so it seems like we're still going to Natalia and Tamina for the, uh, women's tag titles after main year and everything.
4: Yeah. Maybe. Yeah.
1: I don't know about that. That's such a poor decision. Um, yeah, whatever. Who cares?
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, Dirty Dogs and the Street Profits. Um, arguably the Street Profits already had a turn on these titles, but um, it would have been nice to see somebody else challenge. I guess, but um, I suppose they're saving that up for the next pay per view.
1: Yeah, I'm really shocked they didn't have Rey Mysterio and Dominic win the tag titles at WrestleMania. You mean? SmackDown, WrestleMania. Well, I mean, at WrestleMania, I feel like they should have. I th- I thought that was the whole purpose of those two getting tagged together, because that's like all Ray was talking about in interviews is, I just want one last WrestleMania match teaming with my son.
0: Yeah, looks <laughs> like uh, Ray's knees are going to have to last another year at this rate, or yeah. maybe, or maybe he means WrestleMania backlash.
1: Yeah, maybe. Did you see
0: the branding for that pay-per-view? Um,
1: yeah, it's just the WrestleMania logo in front of the Backlash symbol.
0: <laughs> Taking the New Japan approach of let's call everything G1 and hope it works.
1: Yeah. Oh, man. Um, I do love Cesaro versus Roman at Backlash. That's fine. Cesaro in a main event role. That's good he doesn't need to beat Roman yet. It no. works for Cesaro's story if he, like, gets to the main event and falls a couple of times.
0: Yeah, I agree. Um, not really much else to add. Uh, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, always a good match, always good chemistry. But, yeah, not really much else to add for myself from SmackDown. Uh i sideways, it's becoming less and less watchable compared to this time last year where it was must-watch.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, thumbs in the middle for me too. Um, What a lackluster week of post-WrestleMania WWE programming.
0: Yeah, it really uh, shows that the crowd for those shows did make it.
1: Well, not just that. Like they used to like you know here's a call up here's a surprise return like you didn't really get any major surprises on these shows you didn't get like a major shift in storytelling because it's a whole new creative year but no you just got stock standard business as usual affair i didn't i didn't really care for it
0: Yeah, I'd have to agree. The only, I'm just trying to think off the top of my head, the only surprise or big return would be Charlotte, but she was only gone for like two weeks anyway.
1: Yeah, there was the Viking Raiders too, but I complained about that last week. Like, yes, Ivar's been out injured for a while, but we all saw him standing on the stage at WrestleMania in his gear. So why'd you spoil that? I also saw Jinder Mahal standing behind Rhea Ripley and I'm still scratching my head as to why he was there. I told you, stop hindering Jinder. Yeah, why was he there though? Former WWE
0: champion. He'll be in the Hall of Fame one day.
1: Poor guy had to leave the house, go to a stadium filled with 20,000 people in a pandemic, risk his life basically and then get into wrestling gear so we could stand on stage for a minute and then that's it yeah yeah poor <laughs> dude poor gender oh man
4: um yeah do you have time for raw today yes let's do it
0: uh i did not watch raw i decided to sit outside and Enjoy some quality time with the dog.
1: I was walking the dog, so... about like, guys, no raw report. I'd say you're welcome. <laughs> um, I heard that Riddle beat Randy Orton, which is kind of shocking. Um, so Let's that have up? a look here. Oh, yeah. Oh. T-Bar T- and Mace got unmasked.
0: Well, I'm going to have to watch it later. Um, now, I suppose the other big news of the day, MLW has signed with Vice for a lead-in to Dark Side of the Ring.
1: Ooh, that's a great now, idea. Bravo. We
0: have Vice, well, SBS Viceland in Australia that does carry a lot of Vice programming and has a lot of extra Vice programming on SBS On Demand streaming. I wonder if... Uh, MLW will make its way on there.
1: Yeah, I hope so. Yeah.
0: Um Yeah, I I can't even really see that much here in terms of um in terms of uh anything happening on Raw. There was a match announced between Strom and Randy and a match announced between Oscar and Charlotte, which I'm guessing ended in a Rhea Ripley run in. Yeah. Any news, okay. uh, anything else you've heard?
1: No, not really. Um,
0: and this yeah. is coming from you who said, I'm always going to watch Raw.
1: <laughs> and yeah. If... Man, if that was the best thing you could give me after WrestleMania, why should I want to watch every other week? That, you... was, that was the nail in the coffin for me. Like, there's a good chance I'll watch Raw next week because I did have a busy morning besides wrestling anyway. So maybe, but I'm just not as fussed anymore, considering how much they didn't care about trying to put on a good show after WrestleMania.
0: Yeah. I'd agree with you. Um, Thumbs down, Roy. Didn't even get me interested enough to watch live, so thumbs down.
3: (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) TV Um, champ. Ooh. TV champ. TV I haven't thought champ. about this either. TV champ. Um, I'm going to say Kushida for that cruiserweight match. Oh, son
1: of a bitch. Um, all right, then I'm going to go Darby Allen. Yeah. That's why I'm watching. He made Matt Hardy look way better than Matt Hardy is at the moment. <laughs> yeah. Um, now.
0: Did you wanna do a little thing on air?
1: Depending.
0: Uh reading off some of the WWE uh, WWE World Heavyweight Champions and seeing if they're in the Hall of Fame. Alright. Let's do it. Might as well do Sank instead of Raw.
1: Yeah.
0: Buddy, Buddy Rogers. W- yep. Uh Bruno San Martino. Yep. Ivan yep. Koloff. No. Uh, um, any reason as to why?
1: No idea. He should be. Come on, right. look at the title reign he broke. He broke a 2,803-day Bruno San Martino title reign. He should be in the Hall of Fame for that alone.
0: Pedro Mor- Morales? Yeah, he is. Uh, Stan Statsky? Stasiak. What did I say? Starsky. <laughs> yes, yeah,
1: Uh The father of meat um, <laughs> is in the legacy wing. Ah, okay.
0: Superstar Billy Graham?
1: Yes, although he sold his Hall of Fame ring. Ooh. Infamously, um, yeah. Was it,
0: I'm assuming it's not because of a certain uh, women's Hall of Fame, but I'm assuming it's because he disagreed with things going on.
1: Yeah, it was around the same time he went online and ranted about how disgusting it is that Kofi Kingston was a champion because Kofi Kingston's too skinny. Come over to my house and I'll give you some proper steroids and I'll make you look like a real champion.
0: Fair enough. Uh, (laughs) Bob Backlund? Yes. Uh, not counted, but Antonio Noki? Yep. I suppose not, not recognised. Um, Iron Sheik.
2: Yes, the Iron Sheik, the true legend. He broke Bob Backlund's back. He made him humble. Oh, and then I lost it to that no good job, Ronny, that Hulk Hogan. Ah,
1: oh. uh, yes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Hogan's in. Uh, yep. Andre's in. Ted DiBiase Sr.'s in. Randy Savage. Ultimate I think, Warrior.
1: I think at this point, you can pretty much scroll up until Sid Vicious and say yes.
0: Uh, Slaughter, yes. Taker.
1: No. Oh, no. No, but, yeah.
0: But one day will be. Uh, Definitely Flair. Will. Bret Hart. Yokozuna. Yes. Yes. Um, Diesel. Yes. Michaels. Yes. Uh, Sid Vicious.
1: No. Should <laughs> he should be. He should be, man. Yeah. I'm
0: not, yeah. I'm not disputing that. I'm saying he should. Um, <laughs> yeah, he should be. So, so far, the only one who definitely will get in is Taker. Sid should be. Yeah. And the other one I think you said was... Um,
1: Ivan Koloff. Ivan
0: Koloff, yeah. So we go into... Uh,
1: I see Ivan Koloff getting the legacy wing thing soon. Yeah. Um, so then
0: we move into 97. So here's pretty much your class who either is or will be one day. Um, yeah. Stone Cold is. Kane now is. Yeah. The Rock, one day Not will yet. be.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, Mankind, Mick Foley is in there. Um Going further down, Triple H yep. he
2: is,
0: yeah, Vince McMahon. Danny famously say he doesn't want to go in until he's died.
1: Yeah,
3: because so he gets that'll angry. be another
1: that'll be another fifty to a hundred years.
0: <laughs> because he famously hates everyone thanking him at the Hall of Fame.
1: Yeah, um, I've recently watched um. I rewatched a couple of Hall of Fame inductions. I watched Sherry Martel's. It's hilarious. Then, obviously, I watched The Iron Shakes, which is. Just so good.
2: I'd like to thank the Vince Kennedy Jr. Him and his father always look after the Sheik. And then that no good Vern Gunya. he calls me. He says, Sheiky baby, why don't you break that Hulk Hogan's leg? And then you take the title and you come back to the AWA. And I say, no. No, I... <laughs> I love the McMahon family, even if they have that no good job, jabroni-hawk-hawk <laughs>
0: <laughs> Um Big show. I think should be, given should current be. circumstances, probably not for a while.
1: Hey, he won that on my... Oh, I think we've had this discussion before, but I always forget. He won that on the exact date of my... Tenth birthday hooray <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: Kurt Angle is uh, da, 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 da. Jericho should be current st- circumstances, probably not for a
1: while. Oh man, they were talking about it on that broken skull session like it like it feels like they've worked out a deal for it to happen soon
0: what was the? Deal famously when Ric Flair went in because he was in uh, TNA, was no,
1: yeah, he was in TNA, yeah, for the horseman induction. Um, yeah, TNA, the idiots. Oh, they could have got whatever they wanted out of that, they would have given up like almost anyone that ever worked for TNA. But oh, yeah, we'll give you Ric Flair if you give us Christian Cage to introduce. A video package of the number one TNA moment of all time.
0: And what was the number one? Moment?
1: I, I I don't remember, but it was just some stupid thing at Slav- Slam anniversary' It's like you couldn't even ask him to wrestle. Come on! Uh. <laughs> you just brought him in like <laughs> just to introduce a video. Come on. Anyway.
0: Yeah, they they, they learnt from that mistake and they're getting a lot more recently
1: yeah
0: Um, yeah then we go further down Brock Lesnar one day will be
1: yeah like a shoe in um, Kurt Angle yeah uh, Eddie is, JBL yeah.
0: now is and then on to John Cena who one shoe day will in. be <laughs> yeah
1: absolute shoe in could go in by himself
0: Edge is, uh, Rob Van Dam now is, yep. and then sort of goes through to 2007, which is more recent times. Randy Orton, I think one day will be.
1: Definitely will be.
0: Uh, Jeff Hardy.
1: Definitely.
0: Yeah. I, Whether I he think,
1: goes in with his brother or not is another thing.
0: Yeah. I suppose it'll depend where he is at that point in time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Batista already. Um, Hall of Fame elect
3: they're just waiting
0: for fans to come back to induct him Seamus so this is 2009 now Seamus
1: Hall of Fame worthy
0: at me yeah I agree Uh, The Miz
1: Hall of Fame worthy
0: at me no I 100% agree (laughs) The, the guy has done so much in his time there and made so good of Not even winning tough enough. That's what a lot of people forget about Miz. He didn't win that season.
1: He was the runner-up. He lost to Daniel Pewter.
0: I think (laughs) Miz did a lot better in that season than Pewter because if you remember famously that uh, Pewter came out, I think it was fourth in that Raw Rumble. uh, Yes. Hardcore holly.
1: Uh, He Who Shall Not Be Named, Eddie Guerrero. Eddie. <laughs> uh there was someone else. Yeah. Might have been out of him. Might have even been like a Bradshaw or something as well. Just like all the well renowned like we stuff uh, we stiff the young guys kind of blokes. Yeah, just all taking turns at him. Um not to say Miz didn't cop a fair bit when he finally got to the WWE anyway.
0: Yeah, yeah, which he's gone on about before an interview, <laughs> saying that he was forced to change in the hallway for a number of months. Mm. Um, CM Punk.
1: Yeah, he'll be in there one day. A thousand percent will be. It'll be like a huge moment, because that'll be his return to WWE is when he gets put in the Hall of Fame, is my prediction.
0: Well, he's already in there. Good graces, in a way, being in the... Um, oh, I suppose he was on whatever that show was.
1: Uh it wasn't WWE's call. He was employed by Fox, not WWE. So it's kind of different.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um What about Rey Mysterio
1: Jr.? Yeah, big time Hall of Famer.
0: Someone who I don't think's going to go in. Uh, 2011, August 14th. Alberto...
1: Del Rio I'm guessing you can't roll your R's Like I can't either Yeah, um, no Eliza <laughs> no. can do it And she tried to teach me I just can't do it I just sound stupid No, <laughs> no, no Alberto will never be in the Hall of Fame <laughs> For
0: uh, things he said about the company In that uh, sense
1: yeah, and for other things he's done in his recreational time since. And although that hasn't stopped him before, to be fair. That's what I was about to say. It hasn't
0: stopped him before, but a lot of those people did go in posthumously. Mm hmm. Um Going back down
4: Daniel Bryan. Yeah. 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 I, I agree. Um there's,
0: there's sort of um, no way that he doesn't um, go in when it's his time. No way at all. Guy competed, I think it was for a different championship every year from WrestleMania 26 to
1: 31.
0: 27 to
1: 31, yeah. Yeah. Just yep. crazy. Yep. Yeah competed for a title at every WrestleMania he's been in I think. Wow. Oh no oh no there was that one year where he teamed with Shane but no one remembers that
0: <laughs> no um he's on maternity leave at the moment isn't he
1: Brian yeah
0: what no is he still Oh that's right he was at Mania
1: <laughs> Yeah Dude, you're thinking of like last year this time when he was on maternity leave. I league. know
0: because I <laughs> was trying to place where that Shane match was, that Shane tag match.
1: Yeah, that was like 34. Yeah. So that was his return match after retirement. Um. Uh.
0: Yeah. Uh. Continuing on, a lot of the same names: Seth Rollins, He Many... Will Be, Roman Reigns. <laughs>
1: He will actually be the literal Hall of Fame. Like, they will just, like, start hanging people's plaques
0: on Roman Reigns. Didn't they try that one year with the Rock at a Royal Rumble?
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um. Someone who I don't think will for a long time, but probably should, Dean Ambrose.
1: He'll get in there one day. Yeah. He'll be, um, like... Sixty-five years old and grizzled and like just scarred up to all hell, and he'll be like, "Yeah, I like thank everyone for the whole thing, man." And he'll be all grizzled out and stuff, and it will be great.
0: Um, AJ Styles.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, he has to be. He's had a hell of a run since he showed up.
0: Um, number one hundred and thirty recognized champion Bray White. Yep. Okay.
1: (laughs) What about... Let's have this discussion.
0: Jinder Mahal.
1: If Carly went in, Jinder will. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's my theory. They'll do it one year as their quote-unquote diversity pick.
0: Yeah. Uh, Kofi Kingston.
1: Yep. Thousand percent. That dude's had a ridiculous run with the company.
0: Yeah, I I completely agree. Over 10 years.
1: He he debuted in the company when I was just, like, finishing high school. He
0: debuted when ECW2 was still around. Yeah. Not to be confused with TNA, EV 2.0. (laughs) No,
1: not to be confused with
0: that. Um, Drew McIntyre.
1: bit early, but probably. Actually, no, I don't think it's early at all. I think he will.
0: And (laughs) current champ, Bobby Lashley.
1: Yep. Yeah, I'd have to. I'm I'm way more positive on Lashley than Drew, just because Lashley was always booked as a top guy, basically, like from start to finish. Yeah, there was hiccups along the way. But he had that, like moment with umaga umaga at wrestlemania 23 with you know who was his corner man and then shaving vince's head umaga umaga Umanga, umaga you manga.
2: You manga.
0: <laughs> yeah um i think grew when he does get inducted they'll play back all the uh the chosen one <laughs> clips yeah uh but um yeah fun little uh Bonus thing, I suppose, for you guys. Uh, where can the good humans find you, Alex?
1: Well, I'm me on Instagram and Twitter at Fruity is Alex. You can find us at WrestleOzStyle with an AUS on Insta and, twi- and Twitter, and then you can search us up on Facebook Wrestling Ostyle, and you can find my epivescent co-host Chris Thunder at. At, I am Chris
0: Vunder as well. You can go back, listen to the entire Wrestling All-Star archive for free on SoundCloud, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, uh, YouTube for the weekly wrestling rap, and the RSS feed link in the description for your podcast of choice. Nothing left to say, but good day, and we'll speak to you next time.
2: And don't you go and tell the Vince Academy to go break the Hulk Hogan's leg. He's a no good Hollywood. Oh, that Hulk Hogan, he's a jabroni. But I'm Shiki baby, the real legend. I'll break your back, make you humble.
4: Did you also see the Premier League news? Oh, what's the latest?
0: Get so, out of the loop. Overnight, uh, Chelsea basically had Peter Crouch come out, tell the fans they're going to pull out of the league because the fans were blocking the roadway preventing the team bus to get to the stadium. What? So they told him, we're going to pull out of the Super League, so can you please let the bus through? <laughs> uh, then City were the first to announce they like officially withdrew. Then Chelsea did. Then Arsenal withdrew. Then oh, Manchester no. United. Oh no! <laughs> then Liverpool withdrew and Tottenham Hotspur. So they got <laughs> no English clubs left in this breakaway league.
4: Okay. <laughs> what the hell?
0: I guess Europe caught their bluff and they said, "Uh, we like staying here. We like having fans. Yeah.
1: This evening, Chelsea are up against Brighton. You can watch it on Sky Sports. This game has become pretty much a focal point for protest. No fans allowed, remember. But they're gathering outside and social distancing looks to be pretty much in short supply. (laughs) Players have now been let off and supporters are making their opposition clear more and more a gathering. I was on the ground. This is in the air. These are aerial shots of this same protest. Fuck me. in numbers here in West London. As you can see, the area surrounding the entrance that the team's use have now been taken over by the assembled crowd. That's where the coaches should arrive pretty shortly, but that's where the fans have positioned themselves. Dear, oh dear. The last few minutes has become something of a sit-down protest. The police are close at hand. They're keeping a watchful eye on it. As I said, the team is due to arrive sometime soon and we will cross to the Sky Sports team who are in place there for
0: the match, obviously.
1: Insane. Yeah. (laughs) Took them 48
0: hours and it all got out of hand.
1: Wow. Crazy.
0: So basically they were going to say, oh, Arsenal, we're seventh on the table. We deserve to be in Champions League every year. Even though West Ham are fourth and should be in Champions League next year. Ah, well. Good West
4: Ham. Yep. Uh,.